Hi everyone! Welcome to Gubat at Ibapa Podcast. I'm Ongi Canivel, Executive Director of Forest Foundation. And hello, I'm Brian Mariano, Knowledge Management Specialist at Forest Foundation Philippines. In this podcast, we tell stories about the forest, plants, and people. Gubat at Ibapa comes from a wordplay of Gubat, which translates to forest in Tagalog, and at Ibapa, which means and others. At Gubat at Ibapa, we find familiarity in the forest and its relation to our everyday lives. Hello, welcome again everyone sa ating pinakabagong episode ng Gubat at Ibapa podcast. I'm Brian. Well, I was actually named after ano daw to eh, a quick Google search ong di ay ang Brian daw ay galing sa isang old Celtic word <laughs> na ang, <laughs> ang, ang meaning daw ay noble. Well, I hope I live up to that meaning ng name. <laughs> How about you, Sir Angi? Uh, ako naman, ang first name ko, uh, Jose. Uh, at ito ay pinangalan ano, uh, sa ating national hero. I think nung pinanganak ako, medyo mataas yung nationalistic streak ng aking mga nanay-tatay. Mm-hmm. Uh, ng, ng panahon na yun, ano, ng aking nanay at tatay. At uh, hindi lang ako, actually, lahat kami magkakapatid ay eh, pinangalanan after national heroes. So, Jose comes from our national hero, uh, Jose Rizal. Interesting. Ngayon ko lang din alaman yun, Sir Ongi. But, uh, um, yeah, we're doing this introductions again. Um, yung pangalan namin ni Sir Ongi, just a quick background nung um, pinangalan sa amin. But, uh, this is primarily because for this episode, we'll be talking about names. Yes, actually, particularly the science and culture of naming species. Mm-hmm. Um, for 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 example, um, isa sa mga na-discover na species ng na Philippine false gecko or sudu gecko hungkag, di ba? Parang sa nakikitaan itong isa actually Philippines ay nakitaan itong sudu gecko na na genus na ito. Yup. Uh, ako rin, siyempre tulad mo, fascinated ako with new species and also new names, ano? And uh, one of the places that we both have been to and we liked, ano? Mm-hmm. Actually, may nadiscovery pala doon na bagong uh, land snail, ano? Uh, uh, medyo weird yung pangalan niya. Subukan ko kung mababanggit ko ng tama, ano? Hypselostoma latispira masungiensis, ano? Mm-hmm. Bago daw yon at uh, na-discovery siya sa Masungi Geo-Reserve uh, dyan sa Rizal. At marami rin, ano, yung, yung isa sa mga medyo nakakatawa para sa akin ano, na bagong species ng begonia ano, ay begonia makuruyot. Ano, um, pero yung, ano, yung makuruyot, ang pagka-alam uh, ko ano, ay bisaya or surigao non probably term for yung kulot-kulot or wrinkled. Ano? Mm-hmm. So, ang assumption ko, ito ay begonya na medyo wrinkled yung dahon kaya pinangalanan ng ganun. Ano? Mm-hmm. Actually, 2020, yung sa sinasabi nyo, Sir Ongi, medyo hindi ko maalala yung, yung specific na scientific name nung uh, sa Masungi na na-discover. But mm-hmm. yung sudugay ko ay 2020 din yun ang alam ko. Um, uh, and it's really interesting then how in Bicolano, meron kasing sudugeko hungkag, tapos sa Bicolano, yung hungkag daw translates hungkag. to hollow or empty, which is yung common hiding place ng mga very elusive na, na animals na ito. Actually, very interesting din no, how we can learn so much about doon sa species, kahit mm-hmm. doon pa lang sa mismong pangalan nila. And... Really? Um, 
may mga additional din na discoveries for instance yung rafflesia um known for producing yung largest uh, flowers in the world may na-add na two new species sa listahan ng rafflesia yung first ay yung rafflesia consueloe Uh, no 2016, mm. this is actually the smallest among the gigantic flowers. And also, um, itong Rafflesia consoling na to related to doon sa magiging guest natin for today. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> definitely. So, uh-huh. so yun. Um, there's so much to unpack. Uh, and we're even just starting with the names. Ang dami natin nabagit na pangalan, pero we, we we don't want to bombard yung audience natin ng mga scientific names. Pero I, I for sure interested in kayo to know um, paano ba nakukuha ng mga species na to yung pangalan nila? Um, mm-hmm. Sino ba yung nagbibigay ng mga ito? Ano ba yung proseso specifically nung, nung pagpangalan sa mga species na discover? And there's this branch of science called taxonomy. Pero mm-hmm. ano nga ba ito? At uh, para mas malaman natin um, ano ba yung taxonomy, nandito ang ating guest, si Professor uh, Eduino Fernando. Ayan. Hello, Doc Fernando. Si Doc Fernando uh, is the uh, UPLB Museum of Natural History's curator for palms and other forest plants. He is currently Professor Emeritus at the Department of Forest yep, Biological yep. Sciences sa College of Forestry and Natural Resources ng University of the Philippines, Los Baños. So he's um, a forest botanist and a plant taxonomist specializing in biodiversity and protected areas, biodiversity conservation policy and planning, conservation biology, and plant genetic resources. So medyo sobrang lawak din nung, nung expertise ng ating guest for today, oh, Aranggi. Uh, yeah, definitely, definitely. At uh, yes conducted extensive field work ano, and, and taxonomic research on Philippine plants. And he's authored and co-authored nearly 100, probably even more, uh, technical papers and books on the field of plant biodiversity and plant taxonomy. No? Um, he's, a, he's a personal uh, idol ano, mm-hmm. in terms of passion and commitment to his craft. Mm-hmm. You mentioned yung Rafflesia kanina, yung Rafflesia Consuelo, eh. I know na part siya sa research team na nakadiskubre at nagsulat ano tungkol dito. At on a personal note ano si Doc Edwino parati ko yang naaalala sa kwento niya tungkol doon sa tangisang bayawak you know. I I I had the privilege of going one of my first forest walks ano three walks mm-hmm. was with Doc Edwino. Um at Kinuwento niya yan. Ano? Maybe later, papakwento papa ko rin sa kanya yung, yung uh, tangisang bayawak. Uh, thank you so much for being with us today, Doc Edwino. Sobrang south of us. We're on the topic of taxonomy and we're very sure na you can help us understand this better. Hello, Doc Edwino. Hello, Brian. Hello, kamusta po kayo? Okay lang, okay lang ako. Hello, Ongi. Ah, kumusta po, Doc Edwino? <laughs> okay lang, okay lang. Oo, oh, Doc Edwino. So, pinag-uusapan na natin ngayon yung sa taxonomy. Pero parang siguro to give us an overview po nitong um, taxonomic process, can you tell us a little bit more about this um, field po kaya? Well, uh, umpisa tayo doon muna siguro doon sa nabanggit ni uh, Ongi na tangi sa bayawak. Hmm. Ano? Kasi parang <laughs> tayo... Ano, uh, Kwent, hindi ko alam kung kailangan ko na ikwento ko yung gito, pero medyo matagal na rin. No? So, the story is that uh, this is based on a very old uh, kwento or uh, sometimes a legend involving a bayawak. 
you know, uh, yung monitor lizard. Monitor lizard. Wow. Uh, yeah, this monitor lizard is trying to climb this very large tall tree with very smooth bark. No? So as the bayawak tries to start climbing this tree, it keeps falling back on the ground. Eh, hindi pang kariniwang puno ito. Lagi siya nalaglaglag. No? Hindi niya kayang akitin ang puno ito. Kaya itong bayawak, tumatangis. Umiiyak. Kaya ang tawag eh, tangisang bayawak. Kawawa naman itong bayawak. Ano? Uh, hindi naman siguro lahat ang puno hindi niya kayang akitin. Pero ito lang tangi ang punong, uh, puno ng uh, tangisang bayawak hindi niya kayang akitin. Pero kwento yon Hindi natin nakikita pa talaga. Hmm. So mga legend yan, no? Yun namang uh, nabanggit kanina mga rapesa. Meron kaming uh, uh, na-describe ni kaibigan Dr. Perry Ong. No? Uh, very close friend namin yan and trusted colleague ni Ongi. Nung sumali ako doon sa kanyang lab sa UP Dilaman no? about 2015. No? Sabi ni Perry, eh, yung discovery ng reflection na ito doon sa pantabangan ay uh, nung lumalakad yung isang sis, uh, assistant siya na nasipa yung isang pile na mga dahon eh na-expose yung bulok na bulaklak no of course uh, malakas ang amoy nito uh, sabi pa ni Perry ito ay serendipitous no parang once in a in a blue moon or once in a lifetime so ang ginawa namin we then examine uh, living specimens of the in the wild and in the hmm. laboratory to confirm as idea ano nga ba ito bago nga bang species to o may pangalan na so na-confirm namin na in fact this is a new species uh, that we call Roflesia consuelo A, no? uh, and indeed it is mm. the smallest among the giants, sabi ni Perry. No? Kasi karaniwan dito <laughs> sa mga Roflesia ay there are very large uh, flowers. No? Yung uh, kamag-anak nito na Roflesia in Sumatra, that is called Roflesia arnoldii, is the largest flower in the world, no? reaching almost mm -hmm. one meter wide. No? No? Uh, napakalaki, no? So, itong naman na-discover namin sa Pantabangan is the smallest. Uh, we name it Raflesia Consuelo A in honor of Mrs. Consuelo Lopez. Ito siya yung lifelong partner of the industrialist Mr. Oscar Lopez who also pursues mm. biodiversity conservation through his many companies in the energy sector. Uh, 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 uh. So, itong Raflesia Consuelo A, pang-anim yan sa Pilipinas, uh, na, sa Luzon pala, pang labintatlo mm -hmm. sa buong Pilipinas no na so dati dadala dalawa lang yan no na uso yung paghahanap ng mga ito ay dumami hanggang labintatlo mm -hmm. so yan ang storya ng uh, umpisa nating uh, kwento tanyo sa bayawak at Rafflesia Doc Edwin balikan ko lang itong sa Rafflesia no as na, nabanggit mo na pinangalan siya in honor of Mrs. Consuelo Lopez kaya Consuelo yes, oh. eh. uh, na pag-usapan namin kanina ni Brian na some of itong scientific names naman come from yung physical properties ano or yung kinukuwento ni Brian yung yung gecko yung pseudo gecko from its behavior ano A ano yung basis ano ano where, where do we where do we anong basis ng pagpangalan natin um, the species well yung, uh, okay yan tan magandang tanong yan uh, ong no pero yung pagpapangalan kasi yung man this is yung common names iba yan no uh, anybody mm -hmm. can give a plant a common name. Uh, mm. So, ah. pero yung scientific name is regulated by uh, what is called the International Code of Nomenclature mm. for Algae, Fungi, and Plants. So, very formal organization to ng mga botanists throughout the world. No, So, so ang mga botanists, they meet every six years to six discuss years. these rules. Every six <laughs> years. 
okay. uh, to discuss the rules. No? So, between the six years, marami sila mga proposal. So, kailangan ganito, kailangan palitan nito. No? Mm-hmm. Pero, mm-hmm. matagal nito nag-ubisa. So, um, ang una-unang sinasabi na yung pangalan ng uh, halaman, ha? halaman. Kasi kanina may binanggit kang yung ano yun, yung uh, sudogeko. Nakita mo, tatlo Snail. yung pangalan Apo. mo, tatlo. Pag halaman, dalawahan lang usually. No? Apo. Uh, so, binary combination ang tawag. Meron tayong okay. genus, for example, Rafflesia, merong mm-hmm. specific epithet. For example, Consuelae, no? Meron tayong genus yung begonia ah, na panggit mo. That Apo. is the genus name. Sumunod yung specific epithet, Makuroyot, no? Apo. So, sa hayop, dinediretso nila hanggang tatlo. Pero ang ibig sabihin noon, yung pangatlo ay parang variety yun, no? O medyo pagkakaba ng konti. Ginagawa din sa halaman mm-hmm. niya, pero meron dinudugsong na mga subspecies o variety no parang gano'n ang kwento niyan oo pero so pwede yan sa mga unique characters niya no uh, kung anong kulay ng bulaklak niya kung anong common name ng halaman dun sa lugar no mm-hmm. kung anong klase ng kung gubat ba yan o malapit sa dagat no o anong bansa o anong klasing lupa no o anong ah. gamit ng mga natibo dun sa lugar no so Maraming maraming paraan para ipangalan ang gawin ng pangalan, no? Pwede mong imbentuhin na 'yan eh, no? Uh, pwede mong uh, the, the, the rules allow you to do that, no? Uh, nakakaya hindi lang unethical lang ng konti ipangalan mo sa sarili mo. So somebody has to do that for you. I cannot name a plant after myself. So i- hindi naman siya bawal yung pero strictly speaking, it's unethical. So hindi ginagawa 'yon. Mm. So ganun ang kwento niyan, ano? Yeah, so ang daming ways din talaga to really name yung species na yun pero may oh, pinafollow oh. na may pinafollow tayo na standards tayong, oh, uh, international code, oh, standards tayo, yan, oh. yan, international code of nomenclature oh, oh, oh. alright so very interesting itong itong uh, naming ng species na to nabanggit nyo Doc Edwino yung uh, difference doon sa pag name ng plants tapos pag sa sa animals mm-hmm. naman and um, sometimes then we you know we tend to overlook yung importance and yung value nung names kasi parang common na lang din yung iba sabi nyo nga minsan tayo na lang din yung nagpapangalan talaga mm. so we're, we're, we're curious lang din no Doc Edwino doon sa work ninyo for several decades na din na pagiging taxonomist um, on a personal level ano po yung ano po yung thoughts ninyo doon sa ano ba yung importance itong pagpapangalan natin ng mga species um, na ito um, sa, sa society natin sa ating mga sarili oh. Uh, maka mm. po may insights kayo doon. Oh, ta- maganda yan, uh, Brian. Ano? Um, eh, ito naman ay matagal ko rin lagi kong tinuturo sa mga estudyante. <laughs> no? So, uh, merong sinulat si Carl Linnaeus. No? You know, he's a Swedish uh, botanist. Mm-hmm. He's known as the father of modern taxonomy. Modern, even though mga 1700s, kasi meron pang nauna sa kanyang grupo. Yan, sina Aristotle, sina Euclid, yung mga Greek ah. philosophers. No? Uh, So ito ay sinulat niya doon sa kanyang uh, libro na Critica Botanica, no? Uh, and this was in 1736. Uh, of course he was also actually quoting from Edward Coke, no? Who wrote this uh, quotation in 1628. So medyo matagal nito for nearly 400 years later quotation. <laughs> Pero babanggit din natin uh, sa Latin, ano? Sabi niya Nomina Sinescis Perit et cognito rerum. No? Sabi niya, ang ibig sabihin nito ay, if you do not know the name, your knowledge of the thing perishes. Eh, kung wow. di walang pangalan, oh, wala kang alam. Mm. <laughs> ba? Diba? Kasi pag alam natin ang 
tamang pangalan, makakakuha tayo ng other information. No? Uh, kasi parang, mm-hmm. naalala mo, parang index card yan eh, no? nung mga una. So, ito, mm-hmm. ito ngayon, i-google lang natin itong pangalan ito, you get lots of information. No? It's the key uh, so you can access a lot more information about uh, the name. No? Um, mm-hmm. So, importante kasi na very precise yung pangalan. Kasi kailangan na ma-avoid natin ambiguities. Kailangan hindi pwedeng, oh, pwedeng pula, pwedeng pink. No? Hindi pwedeng ganun. No? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, ginagawa yan para we can communicate effectively. No? Para malinaw okay. yung sinasabi natin. So, kung tama yung pangalan ng halaman na ginagamit mo, it will enable you to like I said earlier, get further relevant information. No? So, mm-hmm. yung code na binanggit ko kanina, ay ang sabi niya, ang any halaman sa buong mundo ay mag, pwede lang magkaroon ng isang, halam, na isang pangalan lang. Uh, correct and accepted. Only one. Si, kasi pwede ka rin oh, sa Borneo na, na discover na before, tapos meron dito sa Pilipinas, sinabi niya, pat is the same halaman. So, hindi pwede yung ganun. Magkaroon ng dalawang halaman. So, meron tinatawag na principle of writing. Kung sino yung unang nagbigay ng pangalan na tama, yun ang masusunod na pangalan. Kasi ah. remember, hindi naman lahat ng halaman ay nasa Pilipinas lang. It can, mm-hmm. They can also, also occur elsewhere. Parang ganoon. So, so, sorry, Doc, I do know principle of? Uh, priority. Principle priority. of priority. Principle of priority. priority. Paunahan okay. lang yan. Paunahan. Okay. Paunahan okay. lang. <laughs> so, simple lang, di ba? Eh, kasi it's the only way, simplest way to, to solve this uh, issue. Pero ginagawa yon pinagtsatsagaan niya. So, over time, hindi naman kaagad. No? So, may over, uy, teka muna, na-describe na pala yan sa Borneo. Eh, nauna yan sa atin. Uh, it will sort out eventually. Yung binigyan din pangalan, magiging sunimim. That is why yung mga, oh, you have to be very careful when you write, oh, siguro rin mo natin na ito ay hindi pa wala sa Borneo o wala sa Thailand at uh, ito yung talagang tunay na. No? So, it takes a lot of, ano. kaya nga ang taxonomy is, is science kasi parang, when you create a name, it's a hypothesis. No? Oh, mm. I, I say that this is the correct name. So, uh, subsequent scientists can disprove me. So, right, your hypothesis is wrong because this plant has been named as this previously. So, ganun ang... So, pwede tayong i-correct. It's not a... a <laughs> no? uh, science is uh, based on cumulative knowledge. No? Pag dumadami alam natin, tinatabi yung mga mali. Tinatabi yung mali at titira mm-hmm. yung tama. Mm-hmm. Doc Edwino, curious lang po ako no, doon sa principle of priority po na yun. Uh, mer- <laughs> baka po may ano, may, meron po bang case or experience na halimbawa na-describe na siya sa other countries tapos sinasabi nila na first yun pero parang eh, na-describe na natin siya dito sa Philippines. No, so, may mga no. ganong dispute ba? Ng, uh, ng, it, uh, it eventually solves it out. No? Uh, mm-hmm. The journals will not accept it. They know that your name is, is ano, it will become a, a synonym. Mm-hmm. Nadyan pa rin sa, sa literature, but it will become a synonym. A synonym. It, okay. uh, uh, pero it's uh, not an accepted name, no? Hindi, hindi siya accepted name. It's listed, may mga pangalan, may mga halaman na, uh, na libo-libo ang pangalan, pero isa lang niya. Kasi there's so many bots, and sometimes botanists also make a mistake. No? Uh, mm-hmm. No, kaya op, eh, meron pala sa dinagat, meron din sa ganito, meron sa ganito, eh, that can happen. Mm-hmm. So, it si- comes some, important yung experience mo na marami ka ng pinuntahan, marami ka na nakita, uh-huh. marami ka na nabasa. Uh-huh. Malaking bagay yon para hindi uh, tayo magkakamali. So, doc, doc, just to, so, ibig sabihin nito, yung, yung matter of naming a particular plant, hindi lang yung dahil ikaw yung nauna 
Pagkatapos, dire-diretso ka na na, uy, gagawang ko na ito oh, ng pangalan. Hindi, kumari, ikaw naman na una, Ongi, eh, pero merong kakulangan. Base sa rules, eh, hindi tama yung pagkagawa mo. Base sa rules, before 2011, ay wala kang scientific di diagnosis. Oh, wala kang Latin diagnosis. So, maraming requirements na kailangan sundin. No? Dati kasi, pwede mo, kailangan mong i-publish sa journal talaga yan. Hindi mo pwede i-publish sa newspaper, hindi mo pwede i-publish sa internet. <laughs> Ngayon pwede na i-publish sa internet basta merong meron siyang ISSN no o ISBN mm -hmm. no ah. so nagbabago rin kaya pinag-aawayan din yan like I said every six years so <laughs> nagiging modern na wala nang requirement na Latin diagnosis eh yung Latin diagnosis yung abnya you compare it using Latin kasi inyo Latin is a dead language very fiction wala hindi siya mm -hmm. hindi siya malabong usap kaya na ba sa simbahan malinaw yun pag sinabing Latin <laughs> <laughs> yun talaga very precise it has never changed it's the same language ever since no for english it keeps changing it keeps changing no? so parang ganun ang kwento niyan so hindi lang hindi siya paunahan lang there are many other regulations mare uh, nagdescribe ka wala kang sinasite na type specimen ah. type specimen parang o oh, kailangan meron kang meron kang pinatuyong dahon o hmm. o sanga na may bulaklak o dahon Uh, ah. kailangan yun. Pag wala kang ganun, abay, invalid yung name mo. So, yung mga dating na pangalan, yun ay yung mga masusunod. So, it's not a simple thing as publish ko. May internet website ako. Sulat mm -hmm. ko na, hindi ganun. Mm -hmm. At ito po mga type specimens na to, ito po yung nilalodge sa mga herbarium po. The herbarium, na, yes. Around yeah. the world ba? Millions okay. na yan nandyan around the world. Sige so, ganun. So, hindi, hindi siya sapat na, na makadiscovery ka, makahanap ka, kailangan pag bago mo siya mapangalanan pag magsusuri ka rin nung mga yes, magsusuri ka kaya nga yung meron bang ganito na discover natin sa dinagat ay eh, matagal-tagal niya hmm. eh syempre it takes time to study the specimens no look okay. at literature look at old collections from the site if there are any no so mm -hmm. it's it's not a quick I mean, taxonomists are not magicians oh ongi eto bago ito <laughs> Diba? Uh, masasabi ko sa iyo yun but it takes time for to gather all the evidence all the evidence that, yes, uh -huh. that's, that's Do, Doc Edwino sa experience niyo po ano na yung parang pinaka mabilis na na-accept siya at yung pinaka matagal na, na publish siya ay, ay nako um, uh, well marami marami dyan na nag-away pa ako kasi ayaw niya yung epithet na sinasabi ko eh But uh, sabi ko, under the rules, I can, I can do it. Uh, it's the mm. way. Eh, sabi niya, pangit eh. Ay, hindi po, po I mean, hindi po siya nagot. <laughs> so, may choice din tayo. I mean, it, uh, yung mga reviewers mo, hindi okay. dahil pangit yung pangalan mo, eh, susuko ka na. Eh, yun ang gusto kong ipangalan eh. Mm -hmm. So, may liberty. Basta, you, as long as you follow the process, mm -hmm. you're, you're all right. Ako naman curious ako na parang ano naman na yon yung di ba pag pinangalanan mo siya ng ano ng through the scientific process um, mas mainam ba yon kesa doon sa local names lang uh, uh, or sa common name lalo na sa halaman uh, well yes <coughs> uh, kasi yun ang it puts it in the scientific literature no yung common mm -hmm. name you can have as many common as if you want you can have, you know kwento pwede mong kwento yan for it doesn't make a sense ano So mm -hmm. until until the name is published in the scientific literature and is accepted, that's the only time. Hindi mo pwedeng, oy, oh, doc, ang daming mga bagong species, eh, ganito, ganito. Eh, pero kung hindi mo pa nasusulat, they remain as just plants in, in the forest. Mm -hmm. <laughs> diba? Kailangan, kaya nga, kailangan natin bigyan. Kasi until we know the name, then we cannot 
wala tayong may kwentong i-conserve. I understand daw Edwino no, yung scientific names, yung yung isang scientific name pwede siyang maraming common names. Pero um, may mga examples po ba kayo na parang dalawa silang magkaiba na species, magkaibang scientific names, pero isa yung common name nila. Oo nga. Like, Oo. Dito sa Philippines, uh, may ganito well, ba tayo? That, it, it doesn't matter. Uh, uh, maraming, kunari, uh, maraming halaman sa Pilipinas ang tawag yung malakap eh. Okay. eh kasi mm-hmm. they all look like the coffee plant. Ah. They all belong to that family rubiasi. So it it doesn't matter na sa atin na yan, no? Kaya nga kuminsan uh, sa 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 hayop sinisiguro ng mga Pilipino, oy, dapat yung Philippine eagle isang pangalan lang yan. So that when you use it, it's accepted. We attempted to do that sa Philippine trees, yung tinatawag lexicon ni Salvosa, if you remember. Mm-hmm. Eh kasi ang mga halaman sa Pilipinas iba-ibang pangalan yan. Eh gusto ng bureau noon, eh isang pangal, isang common name lang, official tinatawag na official common name. Mm. Ah, no, pero you know, kung gusto mo balikan na yung Tagisambaya, wag iba-iba ang pangalan niya sa ibang lugar. Yung Tagisambaya, ah, it's only used ah. in, in Tagalog, in Southern Tagalog. Pero pag scientific name isa lang, no, isa lang talaga, mm. cannot be two or three or more. <laughs> ganun ang, ang ang kwento niyan, ganun ang kwento ha. Uh, so hindi tayo pwedeng uh, to depend entirely on on common names. Pwede siya for, for conversation, uh, pwede siya for dealing with uh, on-site things but uh, when it's a report I think that has para precise yeah no it doesn't have two meanings it's, it's one and only one plot matagal itong kwento nito ay eh, talagang si <laughs> 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 uh, uh, tingin ko uh, ano I, I think we, we get the point ano na uh, mahalaga talaga na we name yung plants at at yung mm-hmm. yung animals as well uh, you know uh, uh, using a process na scientific na agreed upon mm. Pero wala po bang silbi din yung mga yung 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 cultural or or even tulad na nabanggit niyo kanina, di ba, yung tangisang bayawak, ginagamit lang siya sa Southern Tagalog. Pero tingin ko kapag sinabi mo ito sa isang katutubo, uh, kilala niya yung yung punong ito eh. Uh, oh, kung ikwento mo, especially if mm-hmm. you ikwento mo yung legend, kasi oh, uh-huh. ah, parang merong ganon, no? Ma, it can mm-hmm. it can be related, no? Uh, uh, kasi yung yung folk taxonomy actually that's also those are also the beginnings of, of formal taxonomy. Ito yung mga what I call folk taxonomy, yung using common names, mm-hmm. yung categorizing plants, uh, no, and so on. Uh-huh. So uh, culturally, is is also useful. Uh, pero mostly localize ang 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 uses niyan sa palagay ko no kasi yung mm-hmm. attempts natin to make official common names eh, it's purely to communicate na to a central office or something para they mean the same thing okay. kasi nung una eh, hirap na hirap silang uh, maggumamit ng scientific names so ngayon tinuturo natin sa estudyante to use scientific names because they also have meanings no mas madaling tingnan kasi pag sinabi mong tangisang bayawak eh, ano ba kayang kaitsura ng tangisang bayawak no uh-huh. pero sinabi mong scientific ng uh, ng tangisamba picus variegata uy picus pala siya so ganito yung tsura niya ah, okay. uh, no pero pag tangisamba eh, ano ano anong klase yung puno na yan no so you know when you say scientific they carry information they carry relationship information oh so this must be similar to and looks like this other species of ficus parang ganon Clear po. I think dapat talaga accurate tayo, ano? But at the same time, oh. y- yung, yung para sa akin may may use pa rin yung naming, ano? 
sa ating kultura at nag, nagpapahiwatig pa rin ang interaction ng Of course, oh, ho, uh, ho, ho, ho naman. Natin, oh, ano, with, oh, with oh, environment oh. and with the with plants and and culture. And I think yung, yung Tangisang Bayawak in fact is a great example. Para sa akin siguro uh, para sa akin uh, yung pangalan na yon as you told it to us, Doc Edwino, kwento eh, uh, may legend eh, di ba? So may mm-hmm. it points to a a a common culture, a common understanding of yung ginagawa ng bayawak at yung tangis niya, no? Yung sa dahil hindi niya maakyat. Um, so I think may may ano eh, may ugnay din siya, hindi lang sa siyensya, yung mga pangalan, ano? Mm-hmm. Mga pangalan, kundi pati sa kultura. Yung idea na every name has its own story, kumbaga, um, mm-hmm. story ng relationship, ganyan. And along doon sa culture natin, we we along doon sa idea ng culture we can also explore yung relationship nga ng names or yung naming doon sa society natin so as we know naman yung names distinguish us from other people um giving a sense ng individuality and identity natin as people um pero looking at doon sa naming ng species ng plants at the same time it allows us to have yung yung story na yon, yung social connection na yon, yung belongingness, yung ecological relationship na na pinag-uusapan ninyo kanina uh, sa uh-huh. and Dr. Yep. Green. So whether yun yeah, it's sharing the same uh, last name with our families or or in the more generic sense how we identify ourselves so, sa ang part pa tayo na society as scientists, as artists, Filipinos, ganyan. So I think yung ganong klase ng association doon sa names tulad do binabanggit kanya ni Doc Edwino no yung scientific names ma ma-associate mo eh anong itsura niya anong kapamilya niya anong yung sinong kamukha niya na na nahalaman or na itsura so um I think yun din yung isang value ng pagpapangalan mm-hmm. um ng species for us to see yung relationship ng species na yon with 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 um with other things Um, and see kung paano nagpo-function din yung society through yung names na yon. Yep. Ag- agree completely ano at, 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 at mm. again going back to yung example ni Doc Edwino yung yung tangisang bayawak is actually ficus uh, ficus vari- variegata. Variegata, variegata, variegata oh. di ba? So it para sa akin ano eh, it means na oh, kapamilya siya nung mga ficus so maaring yeah. kahawig siya. Yeah, yeah, and variegata means may ano, may pagkakaiba, magkakaiba. Mm, pagkakaiba. Mm-hmm. So, I think uh, maganda na na you understand it uh, yung yung culture or common, cultural or common name, but I think importante talaga no, uh, yung yung na maintindihan mo rin at gamitin din natin yung correct taxonomic uh, label. And in fact, uh, sa ngayon uso yung ano, uso itong <laughs> mga correct taxonomic label ano at napag-uusapan yung mga variant variant di ba <laughs> <laughs> Oo nga oo nga eh kailan lang yung sinabi ng DOH eh ang tangi nakakaalam yan ay WHO di ba Apo eh siguro pinag-usapan mo itong uh, itong virus that causes the this uh, problem that we have the COVID-19 no Itong COVID-19 so, Apo Yung naming ng mga viruses that's also covered by another <laughs> scientific body yung formal body ah, no it's called the okay. International Committee on the Taxonomy of Viruses no so ICTB but yung virus virus classification into taxa and taxa rules no nomenclature rules they are laid out in a code no uh, which is called the International Code of Virus Classification and Nomenclature no 
Mm-hmm. Yung mga virus na yun naman, nababasa din nyo yun, mga uh, B1.1 something-something, ano? Uh, jumble of names and numbers yan, no? So, mm. pag pinakita sa'yo, eh, it, they don't, it doesn't mean anything, di ba? Kasi numbers yan, eh. Somebody uh-huh. with an expertise on those numbers, <laughs> and siya lang nakakaalam. Pero uh-huh. yung pagpapangalan ng disease, no? That a particular mm-hmm. virus, uh, uh, for example, yung SARS-CoV, this one, is done by the World Health Organization. No? So, meron uh-huh. tayong Omicron, okay. Delta, no? Kaya nga lumalabas yung Delta Cron. Eh sabi ng WHO, teka ma, <laughs> hindi pa natin na confirm yan, no? Uh, you cannot inb- invent names. It's only the WHO has the authority to actually declare diseases names of diseases caused by viruses, no? Ah, so iba yung okay. WHO, iba pa yung Committee on Virus Nomenclature. Medyo <laughs> no. So very common na yan. Everybody knows what uh, this disease is all about. So, pero mukhang may clear tayo ng mga rules or may, may, meron, hierarchy meron naman eh. in taxonomy. Malinaw eh. Oo, oo. Kasi hindi ayaw natin magulo. Gusto natin maayos yung... Kasi kung kahit sino-sino na lang, yung walang organization, it's difficult to relate to, to, to things like that. Diba? Uh, so, okay. tama lang naman yan na organize. Kasi otherwise, everybody puts the, out their own name. Eh, ano bang masusunod natin if you're referring mm-hmm. to the same disease? No? So... Ang abutin na lang at <laughs> medyo meron ding uh, settlement those, on those issues. No? Napag-usapan kanina din, Dr. Eduino, yung mga specific, specific na mga epithets sa pag-name ng species na banggit nyo po yung doon sa um, kung paano yung itsura ng mismong species. Pwede siyang in-name sa oh, person. Oh, oh, oh. Pwede doon sa mismong habitat. Siguro parang baka interested lang din yung mga nakikinig sa atin based sa inyong observations, sa inyong experience. Um, baka oh. may masashare din po kayo na other mga interesting aspects pa ng taxonomy na na-observe mm-hmm. ninyo or maybe yung mga other memorable names siguro na species. Oh. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yung mga na-discover ko, recently na lang to pero I've started oh, looking na at names since. Yung mga bago-bago na lang, huwag nyo matatagal kasi wala lang hindi na maalala ni Ongi ang mga ito. Ano? <laughs> so, nung, nung 2014 when we were... Uh, <clears throat> Uh, I was studying at uh, itong mga halaman sa mga mining sites, no? We discovered a plant uh, that we eventually di- named Rhinorea nicolifera. No? Uh, yung nicolifera kasi means mm-hmm. it possess nickel. Oh, the heavy ah, metal nickel, no? Nickel. Kasi itong halaman na ito, eh, na-discover namin, abay, eh, nag-absorb siya ng metal na nickel mula sa soil hanggang doon sa dahon niya ng up to 1.8%. Per, mm-hmm. per unit weight, no, a dry weight, no. Eh, that's that's a very unique uh, um, activity or uh, character of this plant, no. Because not all plants will do that. Because itong heavy metal is is toxic to the plant. Kaya hindi uh-huh. lahat ng nasaminahan ay tumutubo. Kaya yung nag, walang nagkakaindol, magtanin ka ng ng nyog o nakape ay nagbabansot. Eventually they die because <laughs> of the toxicity of heavy metals. But this plant is very unique. It can accumulate that much of nickel, no, in the leaves, 1.8 percent. So, eh, ano bang significance niya? Nicolifer to possess nickel. Eh, theoretically and potentially, there are only about 700 species throughout the world, no. Eh, mm-hmm. ang sa Pilipinas ay about 25 of those are in the country, no. Apo. Pwede natin gamitin yung halaman to sustainably harvest nickel from the soil. No, kumpara, para tayo ng rubber plant. Tanim tayo niyan. 
Tapos kunin natin dahon and then kunin natin nickel without bulldozing the land and wrecking havoc on the environment. No? Sustainable yung ating... Kaya nga, meron din natin agro-mining ang tawag yan eh. Magmimina ka, pero nag-agriculture ka. No? So that's a unique feature, di ba? Eh tayo, gusto natin maprotektahan yung ating mga environment. Eh, no? So that's, that's a, something unique, uh, Nicolifera. Yung most recent, at ito eh, kasama ko si Ondi nung pumunta tayo sa Dinagat, 2016 pa ito eh. Siguro nahawa ka mo itong puno ito, no? apart from the Medinilla. <laughs> Ang tagal kong inaaral-aral ito eh. No? So we look at photographs, we look at the specimens we collected. Eh, kaiba siya. And we only got to see it by looking at the photographs again and some specimens na yung kanyang stamens, no? stamens eh, parang part iyan ng flower, na nakaayos mm-hmm. ng tatluhan. No? Oh, sabi ko, nako, ito pala ay kamag-anak na mga... So we eventually we decided it's in the family Mirtasis, uh, genus Tristamiosica. Kamag-anak ng Malabayabas. You know Malabayabas? Ito yung pulang-pula naman sa Quezon mm-hmm. Province pagpupunta ka. No? So we eventually uh, <clears throat> named this plant Tristaniopsis flexuosa. Flex, no? Sabi natin, oh, flex your muscles, no? Okay. Eh, actually, sa Latin yan, eh, you bend your muscles. Para, so flexuosa means crooked. No? Crooked yung branches. Kaiba siya sa lahat ng tisamiosis. Ah. And there are only six species in the Philippines, no? Or five, ano? Six. six. Eh, yung mga kamag-anak niya sa Borneo, malalaking puno. Malalaking puno. Eh, even yung sa Pilipinas, kita mo yung mga labayabas, malalaki. Siya yung hmm. ugo. Again, nandun sa Mount Redondo kasi nga, toxicity, toxicity of the metals maybe, at saka mataas, laging nahanginan. So those are may, many unique no? um, mga discoveries natin. Siguro yung pinakauna na medyo exciting ako, uh, yung pinanggabikulana. No? This is, uh, nakita ko siya sa loob ng Botanic Gardens dito sa Yus Belos Baño. Sa, eh, sabi ko, saan nakuha ito? Eh, sabi niya, sir, nakulekta po yan sa Bicol National Park. So, pumunta ko sa Bicol National Park. Eh, indeed, it's there. Eh, and I name it pinanggabikulana. No, from the Bicol, no? eh, Bicolana ay magaganda, di ba? Maganda rin itong, <laughs> maganda rin itong uh, halaman na ito. No? And, and, and there are many other stories that we, uh, relating to names. No? So, yun. Uh, uh, we can go on and on uh, at maraming examples. I mean, yun, Saxon is very interesting, uh, lalo sana kung nakikita natin ang ating kwento. Yeah, actually, mm-hmm. super interesting po, Doc Edwina. Na-imagine ko lang po kung ako po yung estudyante ninyo sa taxonomy. Tapos, nakita ko, may question about dun sa nag-accumulate na nickel. Tapos, nicolifera. So, ma- 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 madali yung associations. Like, oh, nga. Oo, di ba? So, thank oh. you, Doc Edwina, sa pag-describe at sa pag-ano ng mga species na madaling ma-identify <laughs> sa description sila. So, yeah, and very interesting din yung kinwento nyo doon sa... Yun sa Nicolifera, sa Rinorea Nicolifera, Doc Edwino, kasi nga po ayun, um, isa yung way then to revive yung, ano, yung land um, na, mm. na, na maraming um, nickel dahil sa, sa mining. Um, I think that's also poetic in a sense. Naalala ko lang din yung quote ni Jane Goodall sa recent interview niya. Sabi niya, every time one species disappears from an area, it's like pulling thread from that tapestry as you pull more and more threads the tapestry gets weaker and you get ecosystem collapse meron din very mas mas modern na application niya no kumari aeroplano mm-hmm. alisin natin mm-hmm. isang tornillo okay lang mm-hmm. dalawa okay lang 
Pero as we keep removing all those tornillos, eh, pabagsak lang yung aeroplano, di ba? Even more drastic, kumbaga, ang kwento. So, yeah, ecosystems are very fragile. Kaya hindi natin dapat... Kaya nga, di ba, Ongi, ano ito, decade of ecosystem restoration tayo ngayon, di ba? Correct. So, kailangan, and this is not, and it's not done by simply planting trees, no? Medyo complicated ang issues. And I know the Forest Foundation Philippines is doing a lot more better ways of 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 going into this. No, complicated ito at kailangan talagang gawin natin. And nobody's going to do it. Yeah, kaya super interesting nung sa akin po super interesting nung story nung Inorea Nicolifera kasi that's also one way of rehabilitating yung yeah or or as sinasabi ni Doc Edwino, bakaya ng pathway dapat natin rather than rather than kasi okay. Diba, as, as we try to address climate change, o sabi niya, electric vehicles na lang tayo, pero paggagawa ka ng electric vehicles, kailangan mo ng metals eh. Um, you know? Kaya alam mo nickel to develop batteries, batteries. for electric vehicles. So saan mo kukunin yan? Dito naman sa Pilipinas and other parts. So magsisira naman tayong guba to, to, to get again the nickel. So it's a circular problem. I don't know. Yeah, ibang pinag-uusapan ngayon, nature-based solutions. Nature-based solutions. Yan, nga. Oh, yan ang dapat talagang patutuguhan natin. So, it's matagal na matagal pa ang Forest Foundation Philippines dito sa mga problema ito ay kalang-kalangan namin ka. Addressing these issues kasi yan, gagawa ng battery, electric vehicles, eh paano? Saan kukuha yung nickel para paanda rin yung sasakyan? Magkaroon ng battery. So, baka nandun sa Nicolifera, Rinorea Nicolifera yung sagot. Magtanim muna tayong kaya ng mga nyan. Harvest na natin yung mga dahon, ilagay natin sa gasolina ng ano, eh, paano rin? In fact, nung na-discover namin yan, merong taga-NASA na nag-email sa akin. Sabi niya, Dr. Fernando, perhaps we can feed our rockets with with leaves of your plant. I mean, metal nga naman. So, sure enough, you can always find potential solutions to our problems from nature. From nature. Yes, kaya equally important din yung mga taxonomies na katulad niya, Doc Edwino, to make yung way ng scientific information na to sa policy, sa implementation ng mga projects and ng mga programs. So, thank you. Okay, maraming salamat po ulit, Doc Edwino, for another engaging conversation. Ako, I learned... Parang nasa meeting lang tayo sa labas ng board meeting. Sa labas tayo nag-uusap eh. Di ba? Ganito nga parate. At... Another afternoon of learning from me, ano? Tuwing kasama ko si Doc Edwino, natututo ako ng natututo. Ay, maraming salamat, Ongi. Maraming salamat, Brian. Maraming salamat, Doc Edwino. Before we move to the next part, let's listen to Rorschach Blots by V. Ridley's. The band is composed of four members, Benny Manaligod, John Devera, Jory Canlas, and Bryant Ayes.
Thank you, The Ridleys, for that song. As we continue our discussion about names, naalala ko yung nabanggit ni Dr. Uh, Fernando uh, about describing through names. Actually, sir, ang sobrang striking for me nung uh, number one, yung mga epithets, kasi ang daming ways talaga to really <laughs> describe your species. Pero other than that, no, yung relationship at yung story nung naming ng species na yun sa... So in relation doon sa culture natin and um, I think we have a lot of stories then in place um kahit nasa cities tayo di ba um, mm-hmm. kung kung paano natin na encounter yung mga pangalan ng species minsan dinadaanan na lang natin or minsan nababanggit na lang natin uh, sa mga conversations pero I'm mm-hmm. really glad na napag-usapan natin ngayon yung mas siguro mas malalim na background kung bakit important na alam natin yung pangalan ng mga ng mga species na nakikita natin. Uh, agree ano? Uh, I think yung yung species uh, names are important primarily because uh, you know as as we derive a lot more solutions ano from from nature as we 
work towards protecting nature, then you know we we have to know uh, which which plants to use, which uh, animals go along with which plants, uh, and also get information from all of these. Uh, I I I know I agree with Doc Edwino that in 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 the names and doon minsan yung ano mm. eh, yung coded doon yung 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 name eh. right yeah. uh, uh yung information from the name i'm i'm sure gustong gusto rin ito ni Doc Edwino we've had many conversations about this as well even yung yung ano eh, yung other way around then yung memory ng plants and animals find its way to spaces and places that we have here in the philippines uh yung Makati, kinuwento sa akin din ito, si Doc Perry ito eh, sabi niya, damo yan, ano, yung Makati, or yung, kasi Makati, ano, kaya Makati ang tawag dyan. Um, yung Kamuning comes from a small flowering tree, ano, yung name ng Kamuning in Quezon City, uh, where, where I used to live. Ano. I, I think it's, it's both ways. Ano. We derive information from yung scientific names, Uh, but at the same time, I think yung plants at animals na ito also you know, uh, contribute to yung memory natin, ano, yung cultural mm-hmm. memory of spaces and places natin. I, I agree um, on regarding doon sa yung uh, insight na yan kasi um, yun nga, yung how we associate din yung names ng places na yon parang tama ka dun sa it ano it goes both ways eh mm-hmm. um, for instance nabanggit mo yung sa Makati um, sa Maynila naman or Manila mm-hmm. uh, from the flowering plant na nilad uh, mangrove na abundant noon sa Pasig River tapos we also have Antipolo named after Tipolo tree um, I'm not sure oh. kung yung mga Antipolo ay uh, nakikita pa din nila to doon Um, yung isang example din ay talisay, uh, isang native tree din sa atin na throughout the Philippines and we have several cities and places named after this tree. Um, yung talisay sa Batangas, may talisay din pala sa Cebu, sa, mm. sa Camarines Norte, and then may talisay din sa, sa Negros Occidental. Kahit yung mga name ng streets, eh, di ba? Yung iba sa kanila, yeah. puro mga pangalan ng mga, hindi lang yung sa cities. So I guess, yung pangalan din ng mga species na to ng mga puno, mga halaman also serve as cultural landmarks din um, ng, ng mga lugar kung nasaan tayo uh, at, at, at for sure hindi lang to sa Pilipinas um, sa, sa ibang bansa din um, for sure ganito din yung um, relationship ng um, uh, names ng species at names ng places nila but I guess yung nuances lang din talaga ay yung sa stories diba, na embedded at mas right. tulad ng sabi mo ay coded doon sa sa context natin. Well, I agree with yung yung sinasabi mo niyan, Brian. It's para sa akin may 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 hindi lang siya nostalgia, may sadness din ako nararamdaman. Kasi if you observe now, yung mga places na dating nakapangalan doon sa mga species na ito, halimbawa yung Kamuning, wala naman ng Kamuning eh. Or Kamyas, ano? This is another mm-hmm. part of Quezon mm-hmm. City. Mm-hmm. Dati noon talaga literally maraming kamyas diyan. Nilalagay binakod-bakodan pala para may wala na eh. Na road widening na sila. Dati siguro indicator 'yun na maraming species doon na doon na hanap yung yung talisay halimbawa in Batangas. Uh, but mukhang pawala na ito ngayon eh, ano? And, and habang tumatagal, I think um, may danger ano na makakalimutan natin itong itong perspective na ito uh, where uh, 
yung natural history ng place contributed mm. ano to to yung naming niya at yung relationship ng place na ito doon sa species that were abundant will 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 most likely be lost mm-hmm. actually um hindi ko sure kasi um well lumaki din ako sa syudad um, hindi mm-hmm. ko lang din siguro kilala lahat ng mga puno pa ng mga panahon na yon pero hindi rin ako ganoon ka familiar pa Um, sa dipolo tree, sa kamyas, sa iba pang native species. Pero naalala ko, growing up, ang pinakamarami sa amin sa Valenzuela ay uh, talisay, talisay na puno. Um, mm-hmm. Yun yung isang pinakamarami sa And I, I'm still, I, I'm wondering kung, kung um, halimbawa sa Manila, nakuha nga yung pangalan doon um, sa Nilad na Mangrove. Hindi ko sure kung meron pa ba doon. Um, <laughs> kung yata nakikita. Uh, wala na. Parang, parang wala. So, Um, yeah, nakakalungkot lang din na ganun. Pero I think it's very important to to really have this kind of conversation kung paano, um, kung ano yung history, tama ka dun, sa natural history nung, nung place at nung area. At paano siguro tayo mag-move forward given na alam natin itong mga ganito, do we, um, tulad nung, nung, nung uh, napag-usapan natin dun sa species ng Nicolifera, may magkakaroon ba tayo ng sort of effort to live on yung cultural heritage for instance ng yeah. Ilad sa Manila or ng mm-hmm. Dipolo sa Antipolo um, so i guess those are some of the things na baka okay din pag-isipan maaaring na pag-uusapan natin to ngayon pero iba pa rin kasi kapag nakikita natin lalo na yung mga kabataan di ba na mas na-describe natin sila sa kanila mas natututo sila doon sa importance ng ng not just ng puno not just ng area nila but yung ecological relationship nung place kung saan sila nakatira at doon sa mga species na nandoon na makikita sa areas nila. In, in fact, para sa akin nga, medyo ma, mas malala na ngayon. Ano? If you think about it, marami na rin tayong words na nawawala. Yung mga words in particular na link sa nature or link sa, sa, sa halaman or sa hayop. Ano? One of yung authors na, well, we both read him, si Robert McFarlane, mm-hmm. in his book Landmarks and in his, in his other book Lost Words, Kinronical niya, ano, nilista niya yung mga nawawala ng mga libro sa UK ano, na dati nandoon sa Oxford Junior Dictionary nila but ngayon pinagtatanggal na. Ano? Uh, sa kanila halimbawa, pinanggal na yung words na ash, yung ash na puno, fern, kingfisher, acorn. Wala na yun sa, ano, wala na yun doon sa Junior Dictionary nila kasi hindi na masyadong ginagamit. At ang pumalit, ano ironic ano ang pumalit doon new words ano like blog mm-hmm. like uh, chat room mp3 player uh, at isa sa mga favorite na, na nagulat ako ano celebrities ano yun na yung nakalagay na wala na yung mga dating nakikita nila o maaring mas na-obserba nila Tinanong ito ni at tinanong ito ni Robert McFarlane doon sa gumagawa ng Oxford Junior Dictionary. At one of the explanations was that nga, um, hindi na ito hinahanap, hindi hindi ito sinesearch. When when kids look for for words, ang hinahanap na nila ay ito na, uh, chat room. Ano yung blog? Hindi nila tinatanong ano yung ash, ano yung fern, ano yung acorn. Ano? So, pa- para sa kanya, loss na yon ng Not just of that particular word, but it may indicate you know, a loss of that species as well. Sa discourse ng mga um, 
species, um, um, pag-conserve ng mga species, meron tayong mga classifications din. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, for sure, um, madidiscuss din sana ni Dr. Fernando kung mas mahaba pa yung oras natin, but yung mga critically endangered, uh, mga endangered species, ganyan, yung mga ganyang classifications. I guess also same is happening doon sa words natin. So baka meron ding critically endangered words na din na related sa nature <laughs> right. na right. yan nga yan yung isang manifestation na tatanggal sa 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 listahan ng ng words sa dictionary and um, i guess sa mga nakikinig sa atin ngayon if you search yung words na crane uh, na na uh, animal tapos pag sinearch niyo yung web uh, na pinoproduce ng spiders so ang lalabas talaga agad sa Google search photos niyo ay yung crane na as in yung mga machines or yung web na as in internet yung lalabas as in yung world wide web um, so we're mm. we're kind of losing this kind of connection then as we lose yung meanings ng words kumbaga parang we understand naman na nag-evolve yung language um, pero i think kung ang kapalit naman ng pag-evolve ng language na din na yun ay pag-lose ng meaning na connected doon sa natural word na world natin i guess mm-hmm. medyo nakakabother siya Um, lalo na para doon sa mga kabataan natin ngayon um, na na laging nasa nasa internet na din ngayon madaling access mm-hmm. sa information and all so um, yeah i think i think that's something na mas kailangan din nating um, pag-isipan yep. uh, I, good point Brian. ano and baka you know yung yung problem of loss of words ano uh, because you know ang ginagamit na ay ay more internet based na probably uh, or or newer languages ano based of uh, based on 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 cultural advancements pero baka ang solution then can be through yung yung lens of social mm. media through the lens of internet uh, and and baka doon natin maano ma, ma mabuhay yon ano ano ma, ma, ma keep in in mind ma keep makip in sight at makip in heart ano ito mga species na ito mm-hmm. yeah tama sir ong actually and right now with online learning nasa uh, mm-hmm. pandemya pa rin tayo um, and all yung virtual activities hindi rin naman lahat makalabas at um, so we can take advantage um doon sa virtual space we can perhaps reclaim yung names ng mga species na nabanggit natin na nandoon sa lost words ni uh, Robert McFarlane Uh, maybe we can maximize yung digital space and since it's a more also since it's a more democratic and accessible way than ng learning agree and e- even us ano sa forest foundation we we've, we've given this some thought ano and and maybe we can talk a little bit about this as well uh, Brian mm-hmm. all right and since yun nga we're we're talking about things in digital space and social media um and maybe yung experience natin sa foundation how we communicate Um, yung mga uh, aspects ng conservation. Um, so let me introduce another guest, our very own Shen, our communications officer. Hello, Shen. Hi, Brian and Sir Ongi. Hi, hi, Shen. Shen is our comms communications officer sa Forest Foundation Philippines, and 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 I agree. Ano, she should be the perfect person. Ano, to 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 lead us through itong discussion about language uh, communication um, 
of 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 not just of words ano, but of nature siguro mm-hmm. represented mm-hmm. through words and names uh, but now online and on so- and on social media mm-hmm. so Sige, Shen, Shen. yeah can, can you tell us more about your work sa foundation and um, also about siguro yung language uh, ng advocacy natin and how we communicate the work that we do we do sa foundation um uh, And uh, also your insights on how do we communicate siguro yung aspects ng nature sa, sa digital age. Yeah, thanks, Brian. So, hi, I'm Shen Lee Belmonte. You can call me Shen. I'm Forest Foundation's communication officer. So, sa foundation, we mainly communicate uh, our work through our social media channels kasi may pandemic. And it's a cost-efficient way to talk about and youngify our work and advocacy. On our social media channels, we aim to energize and expand conversations about forest protection and conservation and encourage individuals and organizations to apply for a Forest Foundation grant. Our content revolves around uh, these themes. So number one, we have yung uh, hashtag forest features and hashtag forest, forest Friday where we talk mm-hmm. about our focal landscapes or the importance of protecting and conserving the country's most critical forest landscapes and the projects that we implement and support uh, in partnership with our grantees. Because forest protection and conservation isn't just about uh, trees. We work with people, we protect wildlife, we support sustainable livelihoods, we work with communities. So we try our best to be mindful about this. And of course, we also have yung hashtag trivia of the day, as in uh, T-R-E-E via mm. of the day, where we feature native trees and some information about them. We have featured mm. places named after trees, like yung pinagkukwentuhan yung kanina, trees that have medicinal value, trees that are culturally important, from natural parks, new species discoveries, among others. We usually feature a photo of the tree. Uh, we include yung scientific and common names and some information about the tree. We also have other seasonal content, but itong dalawang to yung mainstays kasi ito talaga yung uh, nagpapatungkol sa work ng foundation. Mm-hmm. I think one of the points that, the, oh, well, one of the highlights ano, for me um Uh, in our social media uh, postings has been yung feature on uh, Philippine native trees. Ano yung response ano, nung, nung, nung ating mga readers or, or, or uh, doon sa, sa posts on Philippine native trees? Uh, people have a range of response actually. Whenever we post yung trivia of the day content natin, we can see a lot of people are surprised. So ito yung mga nagsasabing, wow, may ganyan pala tayong puno. Or para ngayon ko lang nalaman na yung lugar namin named after a tree. Meron ding uh, interested to know more about yung tree. Parang meron palang ganyang medicinal value, saan mahahanap. And meron ding, ito medyo interesting, merong nalulungkot. So nag-surface to when we posted about a new species discovery in Mount Mantalingahan, yung Medinilla simplicimosa. Parang merong excited kasi may bagong species na nindiscover. Pero meron ding sad kasi baka daw makuha ng poachers. Pero on the opposite end naman, parang oh, no. if hindi natin siya papangalanan or hindi ipapakilala, hindi rin malalaman ng mga tao yung uh, importance ng species, right. di ba? So parang ano siya, challenging na... Question. And then meron din curious. So sila yung mga magsisend ng photos. Parang papa-identify nila. Parang ito ba yan yung nasa garden ko? Ito ba yan yung nakita ko dito sa may amin nung naglalakad ako? So very interesting yung range ng reactions. 
from our Facebook friend. So, parang when we post something, medyo mahirap mag-gauge kung malulungkot ba, mas- masasad, ma-excite. So, I think very interesting na mataas yung interest whenever we post about yung native trees. Kasi, uh, ibig sabihin, maraming interesado na makilala yung mga puno natin. Actually, interesting din, Shen, yung nabanggit mo na mga reaction. Kasi, di ba, usually sa... When sometimes pag sa social media popost lang tayo tapos minsan wala masyadong um, engagements or interaction but it shows na yung iba nagsisend ng photo um, nagpapatingin kung yun ba talaga yung um, similar species ba sila or magkapareho ba sila I think that's um, interesting engagement doon sa audience natin and I think it shows din kung paano um, then gano ka sigasig din matuto yung mga tao um we just yeah. need to provide yung platform for them to to learn more about doon sa species and i think most of the content noon sya ay galing doon sa Philippine Native Trees 303 202 and 101 na book no tama yes oo mostly doon galing kasi yung book na yun maganda siyang reference para makilala yung native trees natin so aside from yung Uh, information about the trees, yung scientific information about the trees. Meron din tong mga kwento ng mga tao uh, about the trees. So parang kung anong meaning ng tree na to para sa kanila, may special memory tong tree na to para sa kanila, ganun. So very personal rin siya. At saka, Shen, kanina pinag-uusapan din namin yung concept ng um, vanishing language, mm-hmm. um, yung mga... yung mga aspects, mga nature words na hindi na masyado nagagamit or napapalta ng mga meanings na hindi na ganun ka-related sa nature. Um, as a communications um, practitioner, uh, ano yung tingin mo na paano natin masisiguro-siguro na yung nature uh, language or yung words, specifically siguro sa context natin dito sa Philippines, um, will help siguro? Uh, to keep alive and save yung uh, remaining forest and species and and plant species natin. Yeah, thanks, Brian. So, uh, si Stephen Krasen sinabi niya na we learn a language by understanding what he said. So, in this view, uh, we remember words when we have meaningful interactions with them. So, mm-hmm. I think it's important for us not just to introduce yung pangalan ng mga puno or itong mga bagong mm-hmm. words na to, itong mga bagong species, but to also share why these trees are important and to provide an opportunity for people to build a relationship with these trees, with these names, para hindi lang sila pangalan, di ba? Mag-go uh, beyond siya dun sa pagpapangalan lang. So for us at Forest Foundation, uh, we try to expose people to these words, so these species, through our trivia of the day posts. Second, we also support yung publications and research to generate information about the trees. Kasi syempre, if interested na sila, they would want to know more about the tree. And then third, Uh, we tell stories about the tree. So, para hindi lang siya pangalan. So, we feature the conservation work of our grantees and partners, yung livelihood products na nade-derive ng communities from these trees. We also talk about the importance of native trees in forest protection and conservation. Because these trees, uh, are, or itong mga pangalan na to, hindi lang siya basta trees or names, di ba? Kasi they are also symbols of heritage, right. sources of livelihoods, pillars of ecosystem services, home to wildlife, among others. And lastly, ito, although medyo challenging siya ngayon kasi nga, pandemic, I think for quite a while, we've tried our best to provide spaces for meaningful interactions uh, through events like conferences, mga tree 
walks para papakilala natin yung puno, mm. mahawakan nila yung puno, di ba? Parang maamoy nila yung puno minsan. So people can have yung opportunity to get to know these trees in a more meaningful way. Well said, uh, Shen. Um, I, I think um, oh, it's it's brings home yung point ano nung nitong ating podcast ngayon ano yung importance ng names uh, both in 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 science uh, and and also in culture ano both uh, are important ano yung yung scientific uh, nomenclature is important and yung cultural yung place memory you know uh, names are also important if if we put you know emphasis on both you know equal emphasis on both we stand a better chance at that conserving these uh, plants and animals as well as places you know that that we want to keep for future generations yeah so maraming salamat muli kina Shen at kila Doc Edwino para sa very insightful na episode natin ng Gubat at Iba Pa podcast. Um, Ongi, I like how um, nag-start tayo doon sa idea ng um, taxonomy, yung sa scientific um, aspect mismo ng taxonomy and how rigorous it is. Sobrang um, natutuwa ako na marinig muli yung uh, insights ni, ni Doc Edwino. Ito po yung mga um, field notes niya. Nandun pa yung mga initial notes niya. Then the uh, um, super interesting na uh, based on this on these initial notes um, na publish na sa paper yung isang species na yun. so really really interesting and also um yung importance ng precision ng names doon sa um pag 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 describe niya as a species um but also um yung connection noon nung scientific aspect na yon sa cultural aspect naman um ng ng places Uh, on how we live doon sa place na yon and how we relate and connect doon sa certain species. Um, interesting din for me kung paano din na-connect ni Shen doon sa digital space um, at kung paano mag-live by yung, yung um, nature words, um, paano tayo mas makakapag-engage ng conversations. Um, na yes, important yung work na ginagawa ng ating mga taxonomists, ng ating mga researchers, Um, yes, important yung ginagawa ng mga um, organizations na may mga projects na nagko-conserve ng mga species na to. Um, very yeah. interesting din yung very interesting din sa akin yung idea nung sa Rinorea Nicolifera na I guess <laughs> oh, sobrang poetic din nun for me kasi di ba um, degraded yung landscape pero the only isang way din for it to be rehabilitated ay through Uh, yung species na yung to. species na to. Oo, di ba? How, how lively to imagine yung ganong setting um, yep. sa isang post-apocalyptic movie siguro or something. <laughs> <laughs> Natakalood ko to ng mga sci-fi movies nung ano eh, nung break eh. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, um, this is a very, I think, very important na conversation na, yep. um, na maganda na pag-usapan natin and I hope yung mga nakikinig sa atin also find yung relevance and find yung resonance um, by just looking lang din doon sa labas nila, di ba? Doon sa uh, kinalakihan nila, ano ba yung mga uh, natural heritage doon ng mga puno na before nadadaanan lang or ano ba yung mga wala na na 
um, tingin natin magandang i-revive? Ano yung mga meaning sa atin nung species na tingin natin sa atin personally? Medyo parang hindi na natin ganun na nakita or nawala na pwede din natin i-rehabilitate kumaga, kung, 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 kung pag-uusapan natin yung decade of ecological restoration. And with that being said, we need to continue having conversations about native species and continue describing them, showing pictures online, establishing relationships. Otherwise, these names will just be names, um, street names and names of cities. Mawawala yung relationship between a place's name and the species and maybe we'll lose a bit of ourselves too as we forget about these. And that's something we would definitely want to avoid. Read more of Doc Edwino's publications on the resources page and feel free to reach out to Shen via email at sabelmonte at forestfoundation.ph and through Forest Foundation social media accounts. A special thanks to The Rideleys as well. The Rideleys is an alternative folk band that evokes storytelling covering mainly the Filipino way of life as well as different kinds of love including romantic, brotherly, familiar and sacrificial as complementary materials to this episode check out our interactive map and the rest of the materials available in our resources page at gubat.ibabad.forestfoundation.ph thank you again to our guests for sharing your stories and insights with us we hope you enjoyed listening to this episode and you can also check out our previous posts for more of these